Y'all remember when I used to do broke tips? And if you don't remember me doing broke tips, you probably caught on to when I like stopped. But broke tips is definitely something that I've listed in our um, Instagram page and in the little story highlight section. But broke tips was really great because it provided little tips to, you know, you maneuvering through broke land. And so today's episode is going to provide you some tips to do better, create a better bag for yourself, um, and really, you know, take on some tips for yourself in order to improve your finances this year for 2021. And so what better way to reintroduce broke tips for the new year than to dedicate an episode to broke tips? Really quickly, politicking with y'all, I'm going to provide y'all with five tips, five tips to better your finances this year. And let's get into it. We start the new year off very hopeful. We have so many goals in store. We have so many things we're looking forward to. And each year, we look for a better bag. During the times pre-pandemic, when I used to turn up in the club for the new year, I would never forget the DJ would always be like, if you know you about to have a bigger bag this year, throw your hands up. If you make it 50,000, if you make it 60,000, if you don't hit six figures for this year, put your hands up. And although it's like you look around and you be like, that ain't none of nobody business. It's just the hype and being in the atmosphere of screaming and yelling and being hyped for the fact that like, we have an opportunity to get a bigger bag, to expand our coins, to expand our education, to be hyped, to live in our truth, like for the new year. And I think for so many people, they desire to do better than last year. They desire to get another job that, that you know, basically propels them forward in the goals that they're trying to reach financially, that does, be- that does better than their last job, that positions them in a very different space than they were in their last position, right? And so every time a new year comes around, we're very conscious of our bag, what we're doing with our money, what's the game plan. And some of you may have questions in regards to that. And so I wanted to provide some basic ass broke tips, literally. If you've been struggling with your bag, if you're just trying to figure out, like, where do you start? Like, like how, how do I build a support system surrounding my finances? Like, here are some five basic broke tips to help you maneuver building towards a better bag in 2021. And these tips come from my personal experiences, other experiences through Brooklyn around me, and how I've learned to either maneuver in these spaces or really check myself, call in and call out to the things that I need to do. So with that said, let's get started with broke tip one. My first piece of advice for you for the new year is to Really recognize your community and find your community in order to reach your financial goals. And so you might be like, find your community. What does that mean? Like, I have somebody who's supportive, but like, do you mean that I need to find like people who I could talk to about money and like my money goals? Yes, absolutely. These are things that I am saying to you. One of the things that has really helped me 
um, throughout you know, 2020 is talking with a group of women, a group of black women who have been so supportive within the space of the work that I do, the things that I'm passionate about and the goals that I'm trying to reach. And um, being one of the youngest within the chat, I find it to be motivating to ask these women for advice and like, how do I maneuver X, Y, and Z? All right. What about this investment account? Has anybody tried this? Is anybody interested in cryptocurrency X, Y, and Z to just learn the ropes and actually expand my awareness as somebody who is in the personal finance space and is building their own financial wellness journey. So tapping into these women have been so critical because I recognize that my personal finance journey is not only my journey, it's going to be the journey that I set out for like future generations to come. And so if I plan on having a family, if I desire to have children, um, if I desire to become a wife one day, these are fundamental things that I want to be able to have under my rope, right? In order to change the trajectory of what like people in my family have experienced in the past struggling with their finances. And so I want to be able to break that struggle. What, I, what I'm trying to say is that community is so important, right? When you're talking about finances, some of the issues that we tend to have is not only that we think of money as a taboo subject, but we don't feel comfortable enough to talk with people who are our loved ones, who are people that we trust about our finances. Not everyone is fit to be in our community talking about money, right? <laughs> like, like, let, like, let's be real. There are some people you can't talk money with, but there are individuals who can inspire you, who you can talk money with, who align with your politics, who align with your goals, who align as a support system to help you. And those are the people you need to surround yourself with. It, may not, it might not have to be a big group of women that you need to tap in and talk to or whoever your community is. It doesn't have to be a big group of individuals. It can be a smaller group. And you can start by tapping into, number one, your mentor, right? If you have a mentor, um, tapping into somebody who is where you want to be, asking them questions, asking them for your support, um, giving you a sense of direction, right? Uh, being very attentive to not only the things that they're doing, but the steps they took to get there. And having two people who are also working towards their own individual goals, whether they align with your personal goals or there are other individuals out here getting it, having them, you know, to bounce ideas off of and talk to and like share experiences because we're young, you know, I'm 25 and I'm going to be 26 in 2021 and bouncing ideas off of individuals and talking to people who are in my age group about the things that they're doing, whether it be with their finances or some of the stuff that they're tapping into is really important because in four years, I'm going to be 30. And there, the, the experiences that I have in my 20s um, in adulting so far that is really ghetto, I don't want to experience this ghetto-ass adulting shit in my 30s. But I know somebody is out there, there is some 30-year-old out there and like, yo, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but it gets even more ghetto because uh, the experiences of your 30s life gets realer. All right. You may have more security, but there's more problems that exist when you big grown. And so I'm I'm conscious of that. But 
what I'm really passionate about is as I entered into those that next journey of being a 30-something-year-old, what's important to me is that I have more security and security that I planned for years ago instead of having to catch up within my 30s trying to figure everything out. So finding your community is really important, and that's my first broke tip for you you know, so that you can have support for yourself throughout the year. Number two, my tip for you to get through and to figure out your finances is you need to have a thorough review of your spending in 2020. Now, some of us are already on the ball game and we probably have sat down in December and review our spending um, to prepare for what we're going to be doing in the first two quarters of the new year. That's great. You're a step ahead. But for those who have no clue what they done spent or what they desire for, you know, the upcoming year, um, you need to take some time within the first two weeks, either after this episode, right now, or, you know, next week, just finding some time within the first couple of weeks of January and really reviewing your spending. You need to take a look at bank statements. You need to take a look at any FinTech apps that you have have that have been reviewing um, your spending habits. You need to take a look at your budgets and see categories in which you've spent way too much money. If you do not have access to any of these budgeting systems or any overview of your finances, now is a great time to start. And also Broke Black Bougie will have material for you to help plan, you know, create your own spreadsheet uh, to end up having a, you know, a budget system for yourself that you will need for this year. But you need to be able to pinpoint some category or somewhere where you spent way too much money. And we all have them. And some of those categories are like shopping, right? Whether it be shopping for like personal things such as clothes, um, whether it's your, you know, shoes, whether it's just, you know, uh, basic clothing, like whatever it is, everybody has something or, or some category where it's just like, all right, I can cut back on this. Another popular category that people tend to overly spend is um, dining, right? We love to dine out. Um, we love to eat different foods. I'm a foodie down to the T. I done gained some quarantine weight, but I done had some weight before quarantine because I love to eat so much. And I recognize that in 2020, I spent a lot more after I came out of quarantine eating at different restaurants. Um, Before the pandemic, I also had this issue because I wasn't making enough time for myself throughout the day. I was very consumed with work. Um, It was getting to the point where I wasn't taking time for myself because I would miss my therapy appointments for work. And then it got to the point where I just had to figure out how to prioritize myself. Um, Because part of me excessively spending um, doing, you know, all the dining out was because I would have food in the fridge and it would take a while to prepare the food that I had. Love to cook, love to cook. Um, but I also like to cook very big meals. I also like to cook black Southern traditional dishes. And some of them dishes take a while to make, you know, so I didn't have the effort to stand up over a kitchen, you know, like my mother said, slave over a stove. I didn't have time or the energy to, um, to, to do that. And because, and that is because my energy was elsewhere. I wasn't making the time, right? But I'm pretty sure on days where 
I had rest um, on days where I felt motivated to get up and, you know, to just try new recipes or to just prepare something. I was in that kitchen and I was, but you got to find time to motivate yourself and to create things that aren't so time consuming, that can save you a coin um, and make things from home that is better than eating at those restaurants that God knows what's in that food. It's fast food. It's not good food to nurture you. Some of it is uh, tastes good, but a lot of it ain't good for your body. Um, so this year, Cutting back on dining is very important for me. And I know for other people, dining is one of those areas where it's just like, I can cut back. Saving $11 um, at lunch every day can come up to damn near over $5,000 being spent for the year. And so it's better to make that move to cut back and then than to be wondering why you weren't able to meet a savings goal or where more of your money went. Um, Another category in which people excessively spend is entertainment. Um, And I would like to pinpoint transportation, right? Doing doing travel. Um, I don't know why people have issues with these categories um, in reviewing their 2020 (laughs) spending. Um, but it's definitely a reality for some people. So transportation doesn't only have to include traveling, whether it's bus, train, or plane. It also can include you traveling via Uber, right? Because Uber is a transportation expense. And Although it is something that is very convenient, excessive use of it is expensive and we have to be conscious of that. And we also have to be conscious of whether we move in for convenience or whether we move in for like future and experiences and doing certain things. Because although traveling was inexpensive this year, it doesn't mean we had to consistently travel. You know, it's about being smart. It's about protecting our lives. We're still in a pandemic. And you have to be conscious of the reality that like we will have the opportunity to do this again and we can live life to the fullest and it's in the meantime, take your time to sit your ass down and watch how Stella got a group at. <laughs> no, but um, aside from that, when we talk about entertainment, I think entertainment is also an area in which people spend a lot of money. I know this year, um, people had a lot of time to themselves to take seminars and watch different workshops that were being had um, all across the country, but virtually, right? And so people were making a bag by having individuals pay for different events. And while that's all good and dandy, it's better to make an investment in something that you know you're going to take away something from and be able to create a solid product or be able to get some great material, right? Um, that helps you whatever in whatever your endeavors are than to consistently buy and purchase and attend and do all of this different, you know, crap and, and, and waste money. Because if we were not in a pandemic, I'm pretty sure there are certain things we wouldn't even be giving our money to. And as far as these concerts are concerned, it's completely no, no. Unless it's a really rare, rare concert and it's going to be dope, I'm not paying for a virtual concert because I'm one of those people that loves the experience of going to a concert, being in front, hearing the music blast through my soul. 
Okay, literally the soul of my shoe and through my soul. Um, so it's really important for me to experience like the energy of people around me and the music and just be there and loving on the music. Um, and so I don't foresee myself, especially not in 2021, going to concerts unless, you know, um, this vaccine and uh, this pandemic really tends to slow down. But in the future, it's something that I look up to. But I say this all to say that so many of us spend in these categories and we have to be conscious, once again, of where our dollars are going and the things that we choose to enjoy. Because I love experiences and I think that is very important. Um, But in reviewing, you need to understand where your most spending categories are in room to cut back. Uh, It is not necessary to always dine out. It is not necessary to have multiple subscriptions. Play the game of the different emails and, you know, do what you got to (laughs) do to save a coin and to have the experience. Um, we're definitely moving into a space now where everything is so virtual that, you know, in order for you to access that show you really love, you got to buy it, you know, but doesn't make sense for you to spend your coin on something when you're just watching one particular show, or can you lean into a cousin or a sister or, you know, whoever your loved one is and be like, yo, let me hop on your family plan or yo, let me, let me, let me watch this real quick. Like, that's community, all right? That's step one. That's community. That's saving a coin. Um, but really cutting back on those categories and being very strict and having some discipline when it comes to it. Because if there are certain categories you want to cut back on and you have a financial goal for yourself, but you're not able to meet it because you keep doing the same thing, it's kind of the situation of you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You're saying you want to be able to save $5,000, but you can't even save $5,000 because the $5,000 you were to save, you're spending it in a category you know you need to cut back on. So you really have to make sure that your actions match what you are prepared to do and what you're planning to do for yourself within the new year. And that's why the review is so important. Another thing that ties into reviewing your spending and cutting back for the new year is the third tip I'm going to provide for you all. And that is creating a money routine. I always talk about how important it is to be able to be in touch with your money, having a relationship with your money, um, understanding where your money is going, how you want to spend, what you desire to save. All of these things are so crucial because the moment you decide and I I really need you to be with me on this one. The moment you decide to be more in touch with your money, the better your spending habits and understanding how your money is functioning will be. And let me give you an example of this. You ever get a bag and that bag is so big and sturdy, it's nice. You'd be like, I just came up with six stacks right now. Um, I'm doing good. You know, I'm going to treat myself. And you so good, you got all the money sitting there. You just, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. After you doing those four things and you come back to visit that account, them six stacks then turned into $2,000 just in a blink of an eye. 
And that's because you so swollen your head thinking you got it like that. You just spending and spending and spending and spending and you lacking, you are lacking, excuse me, the preparation and planning that it takes to make sure that you got some money that stays with you. You got some money that is moving. You got some pieces that are hitting. It happens to the best of us. And within our financial wellness journey, it is not not typical. <laughs> I, I guess it's not, you know, unfamiliar. I'll just say that. It's not unfamiliar to have that be a situation that most people face. But a way to avoid that is to have a routine. In a relationship, some of the most important things to have is trust, is respect, is honesty, is transparency and communication. And without those things, the foundation of a relationship is shaky. With your money, it's the exact same thing. If it's missing any of those five things, um, your relationship can be shaky because if you can't trust yourself with your spending, if you're not honest with your spending habits, if you're not honest with your goals, if you lack transparency about what you're doing with your money and where you where you are when it comes to um, saving habits or things that you're trying to achieve, if you can't even communicate with yourself or other people around you about the help that you need or having guidance and just being better with your money management, like I don't... I don't see how you're going to get better when it comes to that, right? Like in order for you to do better, you have to be at the point of where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And having a bad relationship with money, although it is common, it doesn't have to be something that is permanent. So creating a money routine is taking the time, whether it's once a week I like to choose the weekends, preferably, to review your finances, the beginning of the month, the ending of the month, um, hell, <laughs> the middle of the month, uh, whether you want to check your numbers daily to make sure your accounts aren't looking funny, um, whether you want to check it bi-weekly or weekly, there should be some type of system that exists within your life where you're consistently up to speed about what your money is doing. Because without it, and I'm I'm so serious when I say it, with with without doing that without having some type of routine you're going to have a very sloppy experience with your finances and we want to keep shit neat because we're trying to get to where the money resides and not having to worry about dimes dropping all the time and crying because our money is flying all right it's just it doesn't work that way so um, my third piece of advice to you, right along with reviewing your finances for 2020 as you prepare and prep and plan, okay, prepare, prep, and plan, it's the same shit, prep and pre preparing is the same shit, okay, for the new year. You also want to make sure you develop some type of money routine um, to go along with working towards your money goals and developing, you know, you know, you know a little journey. You know, you got a little process. You know, you're doing, you're doing good. <sighs> the fourth broke tip that I have for you, and I have to take a breather for this because it is something that is so hard for us to do. The fourth broke tip that I have to give to you for um, getting a better bag together for the new year would be to be gentle with yourself. 2020 was an extremely shitty year. 
I don't care how many positives happened within 2020. There was a lot of negativity. There was a lot of loss. There was a lot of loss in terms of family members, loved ones, and family foundations. There was a lot of loss in terms of being able to build our finances and having a cushion for ourselves. People were stripped of their homes. People were stripped of all of the family that they have, okay? Like there was there was a lot of loss that have still continued into 2021 and people are still healing. And so whether or not you are perfect within this journey, it is so important for you to be gentle with yourself because we've already faced too much rough times. It's just, it just doesn't make sense to be hard on yourself because you deserve so much more. So learn to be gentle. The fifth and final tip that I have for you all um, for broke tips will be to do a overview of your money. Oh, yes. The income that you have coming in for the first two quarters of the year and what you plan to do with that. So, for instance, your first quarter, you have January, February, March, second quarter, April, May, June. You want to be able to identify the money that you have coming in either bi-weekly, weekly from your job, um, cost of living adjustments, you know, extra money that you'll be getting in within your paycheck, uh, stimulus checks. I know there's, that there are stimulus checks coming out in January um, this month. It is my hope as a policy nerd to see more stimulus checks coming out to prioritize the lives of those who are the most vulnerable and in need and recognizing that every other damn country basically has given their citizens freaking um, uh, citizens and non-citizens, okay, a bag so that their lives won't drastically change and that they can support them, all right, so that there could be less trauma period. It is my hope to see more of that. And your taxes, you know, you want to take that into consideration because taxes are still income and whether or not you're doing something with that bag, um, you want to make sure that you can kind of pinpoint some goals that you want to do with your money and see, you know, as this money starts to come in, were you able to achieve that? So that way, in the next half of the year, you know, the last two quarters, the third and fourth quarter, you'll be able to have some comparison and see if you set yourself up right and good to um, either exceed your goals, be at your goal. And if you could do a little bit more in the later half of the year so that when the end of the year comes to a close, oh my God, 2022, you're already set up for the setup. I think that's a really good way to begin the year because you're able to do kind of what, you know, everybody else does in terms of like governments and stuff, budgeting, right? They have a budget where they appropriate funds and then when they get the money, they have the funds already appropriated. You want to be able to do the same thing. Um, appropriate your funds, budget for your funds, um, have some anticipation, you know, be hype about the money that you're getting, but also don't spend it before you get it right. You want to be able to make sure you allocate those funds the right way so that it can work. With that being said, I want to thank you all for listening and tapping into this episode of the Broke Black Bougie podcast, tapping into some broke tips, getting you yourself, you know, acclimated to the new year and making sure that you have some new tips as you enter into the new year and walk 
down the path of figuring out your financial wellness journey. No journey is the same. Everything that works for somebody else may not work for you, and that's okay. For those of you who have been following Broke Black Bougie for a while now, you will know that Broke Tips was implemented a while back, giving you a tip on like basic things you can do to boost your experiences with your finances through Broke Land. And it was just simply, here goes a Broke Tip. Don't trip, get a tip you know, to help you out as you maneuver through broke land. And this year for Broke Black Bougie, I want to bring black, bring back, <laughs> excuse me, bring back Broke Tips because it was extremely beneficial and I think it could help more people, especially this year, especially after surviving 2020 and, you know, figuring out ways to address the different holes that may be in our bag and how to seal them so we can go from Brooklyn to Boogeville. With that being said, I want to thank y'all once again for tapping into this episode, and I will be speaking with y'all soon.